0: Hello, I am back with another podcast. Um, I'm in Paris right now, um, and yeah, that's it. <laughs> this is like a carrying tour, like from from wherever I go. Um, it's actually quite convenient, like just having this mic, even though it fucking sucks and it's probably not the best quality. I need to get another mic, um, but it's it's nice being able to just do these solo episodes, like whenever I need to do it um like right now for instance i have to do it sorry my i keep fussing with my hair i just got out of the shower um and it's so long right now and for people watching and it's way too long it's like i have a thing where um recently it just like if it gets to this length i just want to cut it like just like that looks so much better today we are going to be doing a Solo episode podcast. You guys like these. Um, sorry I had to post a podcast last week, but Kelsey's great. Um, but yeah, you guys like these, which is honestly like kind of surprising. But um, because my original format was for interviews. So it's just like me trying to rework what the integrity of this podcast is and like not. Um, really knowing exactly what to do with it. I'm sure you've heard me talk a hundred thousand times about imposter syndrome and shit like that, which is obviously at this point, something you guys know I deal with. Um, and yeah, just navigating that. Um, and like whether people find this interesting and stuff. Um, but yeah, so I'm getting better at that. And literally on this trip, I, I literally was saying to myself, like, um, just get over it kind of thing. Like it, I'm at the point now where I'm just like, um, like it's been so many years of this dance back and forth. And like, I should just like, I don't know. It's just hard for some people um, to just feel really good about themselves and feel super um, important to people. <laughs> Advice on losing friends and making new ones. I get a lot of friend questions um, I've noticed. And I guess that's just because it's, like, a thing we all deal with. Um, and it's one of the things I, like, like is friendship. Um, I'm someone that's always looking for new friends. I, like, love people. And, like, I just like meeting cool people and, like, people that inspire me I think is the biggest thing. Um, I look for, like, people that inspire me or, like, have something really interesting about them. Um, advice on making new friends um I have said this to myself since I was young, and it is be the friend that you would want to be, like want to have. Um, That like has always been like a constant thing in my life. I forever like think about that, of just being the person that like I would want to be around. I'm just gonna relate this to myself, um, in as a purpose of making a point. When I was younger, I was so cynical as a kid. I think anyone in my family could tell you that, anyone who knew me. Um, I just was very like negative and very like cynical. I think when I was really little, I was super happy and and rambunctious and this and that, and then I kind of just became cynical over time. Um, I went to a school of 18 kids in my grade. I went to a really small school and um the i've talked a little bit about this school that i went to It was a very progressive kind of like whatever school not my thing won't don't recommend it um but i did go there and i was the only kid in my entire grade with divorced parents everyone was like picture perfect families and everyone like had their mom pick them up from school and like it was just like that and I think that's kind of fed into the cynicism a little bit when I was younger um the reason I bring this up is because I was so not like perfect as a kid like I was just like negative I just was a brat I was unhappy I wanted to be happier like there were girls in my grade that were just happier they were just like enjoying their lives more than i was at that time it, it really got to me i think because i got to me that i like couldn't be like so happy like all of these other girls and like i couldn't be just like the nicest girl ever i was just cynical i was a little edgier than the kids in my grade and like i swore and i like was just edgier out of the eight, 17 other kids in my class so um that really alienated me in that sense and i just didn't like that about myself maybe if i went to a public school with a bunch of different types of people i wouldn't have felt this way and i wouldn't have um i don't know i'm actually you know what i am thankful because that school did um force me to look at things about myself because i was so um less so much less happy i i don't know like how happy they all were like no one has a perfect life Um, but I was getting in trouble the most. So like just on, in, on paper, I was definitely the most, um, edgy kid. It was me and this guy named Jake Thompson, um, who were the rebel boy and the rebel girl. And, um, yeah, um, Jake Thompson ended up passing away. He's, um, the best. But I remember at that school, these two girls that were kind of like perfect, um, really inspired me. Because I remember, like, we would go on school field trips and, like, everyone wanted to be their partner. Like, it wasn't – and I just noticed that. And I was like, damn. Like, I want to be someone that people want to be my partner. And, like, I knew it was my fault at that age. I knew because I think, I think people have a tendency to do either one of two things, which is blame themselves or not blame themselves. And I was one of the people that blamed themselves and it helped me in a way though it you know gave me kind of a low view of myself at that time it also allowed me to fix certain things about myself and maybe see things i should look at and that was one of them and i remember um not knowing really how to go about that i remember googling i think i i think i've mentioned this like googling how to be less angry um because i really wanted to be kind of one of these girls that, like, everyone wanted to be their friend. They were just so nice, and they were just so, like, happy with themselves. And at age nine, I wasn't that. I really did some soul-searching. I know it sounds kind of stupid to say that at such a young age, but I feel like I did, and I I not feel like I did. I did. And um, I really just put a lot of my attention on trying to figure out how to do it in an authentic way and what I mean by authentic is like a real way like from the core of who I am because I was aware that you could fake being nice or you could fake being this but I knew then that that doesn't stand the test of time and I wanted it to be like totally stand the test of time and I wanted it to be real like I wanted to really be like that and so I remember, like, really, like, kind of marinating in this of, like, okay, how do I get rid of this cynicism? Like, I – and it all came from – this desire all came from a place of wanting friends, actually. Um, and then beyond that, it came from a place of wanting to be, like, a good wife one day. And I, I really wanted to be a joy to be around people. Like, I wanted people to think I was a joy to be around. And that was really important to me. Um, was how i made other people feel and i knew that i wasn't really making other people feel that good these two girls inspired me um because i wanted to be the girl that when there was a school field trip everyone wanted to be my partner and not just because i was had the coolest clothes or was dating this guy or was like popular here or this or that i wanted it to be because um they liked me and because they, I made them feel the best. And I just wanted that. That was something I wanted. I didn't, I wanted it that significance for me. Um, and if you're asking this question, um, or you feel similarly, it comes down to, to writing what that looks like for you. I'm sure there's a girl um, or a guy in your hometown that inspires you that you want to be more like, and um, she or he just has qualities about them that you're like, wow, that'd be so cool. Like, how do you, you know, like there's certain people that inspire you. I had them too. Um, and I still do, people inspire me all the time. And that is actually, I, I put so much of my credit into evolving into other people. Other people inspire me constantly. Of like, oh my God, that's so cool that this girl is like this, or like that this guy is like this. And then I try to understand how they possibly look at the world, how they're possibly like that, you know, and how I'm possibly not like that, and try to figure out how to, how to make these honest transitions in myself, where it's completely genuine, um, to me that girl who makes a lot of friends in your hometown or seems to have be a social butterfly or this or that, um, and start to think like how she does that and see the traits that she has and, and start to ask yourself, how, how can I free a part of myself to be like that too? What can I let go of? What outlook on life should I have? Is there something keeping me like, down? is there something keeping me in this frozen state that I'm in that I'm can't seem to be nice enough I can't seem to be maybe you're too competitive maybe I've I've, I've seen that problem actually a lot with girls um, a lot of girls are too competitive to make friends and those girls really not to say if you're one of them they kind of scare me a little bit because I feel just attacked by them a lot like they, we are just in two different realities. You're in the reality in which like, I'm a threat to you and I'm in the reality of I just wanna have a good time today and I'm not thinking remotely on who's better or who's winning or who's whatever. Life to me is not a game in that way. Um, and I've, the reason I speak with like a negative tone is I've found some of the like, rudest girls and the coldest girls to be competitive. Um, but that is just how they're making me feel. Um, and there's no shame in also changing that part about yourself. That's just like an example of like some place that you could be in, that you're frozen in, that you don't even realize that you're in, that is hindering you from making friends. It's maybe it's how you look at them, you know, how how you're looking, it's your perspective is essentially what I'm saying, that can get in the way of freeing yourself to be able to be open enough to make new friends. And I found changing my perspective um, was kind of the easier thing for me to do in terms of growth. And it's just fun. It's just fun that you have control. I get to be with myself 100% of the time. I am not with anyone 100% of the time. I do not have this person I can talk to all the time, this thing I can constantly change and evolve. How cool is that? That you get to, you get to, like, it's like you're playing Sims and you get to like code your sim and make them exactly like that. That's how I feel. I'm like, I'm coding my avatar, my sim, my character, and I get to make her whatever I want. But you have to do it from the core in order for them to really change. Otherwise you become a persona. You become like this kind of hollow version of of what Your truth is you project an idea rather than being it authentically. So I think it's so cool that you can authentically change things about yourself if you try and if you're curious. Um, Like that's so interesting to me. That is so fucking sick. Mapping it out in your head. I know um, I'll talk a little bit about manifestation, I guess. But um, I, I think it's really important to have like a clear idea in your head of what you want to be and what you want to look like. Um, I think I've been manifesting without knowing the word for it since I was a kid. Um, just that's how I that's how I grew and that's how I um map things out in my head was visualizing them. I'm definitely a very visual person and I live a lot in my mind. Um and I'll elaborate more on that in different episodes, um just talking about different things that I have done to I think help me in life. Um but that was one of them was okay i can see and picture a girl that isn't cynical and isn't this or isn't that and she she maybe has qualities like this and this i like just wanted to be more complete you know um and the truth is is no one starts out perfect and um if you like you know maybe some people i don't fucking know actually and what does that even mean but um I definitely wasn't, like, just always happy and, like, always this or that. It A lot of it came down to changing my perspective on life um, and just being grateful for who I am and being grateful for everything I have. And I, I am um, thoroughly grateful for everything I have. I think sometimes we brush over um, the root, like, how to make friends, be kind to that person that day or this or that or you know, ask them like questions about themselves or this or that or whatever advice you can find. But I, I, this is what has worked for me. If you're able to start to grasp on how to change how you look at the world and your perspective on life, you start to be able to change so many other things. So I think that's why I say that um, because it helps. Um, visualize the person that you wanna be. What does she look like or he? Um, how many friends do they have? How nice are they? Just this inspired version of yourself um, and keep her or him stored in your brain. And one day you actually become them. And it's really cool. Um, so that is my advice on how to make friends as I'm putting whoop loop on. Hello, okay. I'm sorry, I'm now in New York. I filmed a whole podcast in Paris that you just saw the beginning of and it was really good one of my favorite podcasts I've ever done and it all deleted so I have to redo it in New York I like purposely did that podcast in Paris so I wouldn't have to do it during fashion week here but uh, there's always a technical problem it's actually like like it's just because you can't redo it like I can't say the answer the exact same way i said it like there's a beauty in doing it the first try and saying it exactly how you're supposed to say it um so it's quite frustrating for me when i lose this kind of stuff because it's that was it that was the, how it was supposed to be it's just so sad i can't believe all that stuff is gone it's just whatever um okay i'm a little sick sorry if i have like a nasally like voice what is the hardest lesson that you've had to learn and at what age did you learn it Um, for me the hardest lesson that I had to learn um, growing up and I think this is like life's hardest thing it throws at you. Obviously life is hard but I think that it's understanding that the only person that you can truly count on is yourself. It's the understanding that no one's going to come and save you and that life isn't like how it's depicted in movies or books or this or that it's it's the understanding that life is hard and life is tough and like welcome to reality where like you just have yourself um and that's it like that to me was like the hardest lesson that i had to learn i think knowing that like all you can really count on is yourself. is just very sobering. And um, it can make you feel sad or whatever it can make you feel. But um, it also, like, propels you to do stuff with your life and not wait around. I also think it helps you to get out of, like, the mindset that um, life is easy or life is fair or whatever story you can create in your head that prevents you from doing certain things or prevent you from feeling certain ways and um, just like kind of waking up you know like a sober reality check well like you, all you have is yourself you know like sure some people have greater families and this and that but like at the end of the day we all what we all have in common is that we come to this earth alone and that we die alone so this is a path of our our own selves and some people just reach that conclusion earlier in life due to the circumstances that were given to them um but it doesn't matter because it's it's true for everybody um and it's it's a tough it's a tough pill to swallow because you don't want that to be true um but it is, and that's also okay i think it's I'd rather be rooted in reality i s like than than to believe something that's not true without consciously knowing that i was learning this lesson i think i learned it maybe like around six or seven um and would not know how to articulate that but um i think that's how i felt and um as i got older that that reality of that just grew stronger um based on the lack of um guidance and lack of, um, communication, um, that I had with my family, um, that, that really hits you, you know, that like, this is just you in your path and, um, no one's coming to save you. Um, but I would rather believe that than believe that someone is, um, so it's, that's why it's a lesson, because it's something that you should learn, and I'm happy that I've learned that lesson, and yeah, pretty much that. That I would say is the hardest lesson that I had to learn. I always see you dancing and having the best time. How did you become so confident with yourself? Um, it's funny because I am not confident, so therefore I dance. I'm, I dance, and that makes me confident um I threw music for me and like dancing and like expressing myself through music because I love music and I think a lot of people love music it's super evocative and it's super um just moving I love it and it's it's something that's always been kind of like a really great escapism for me and um something that's continuously made me happy and if I didn't have it um like I would pick music over fashion even I love music so much and um it's just truly um something that is like what I would equate as my portal to self-expression and my portal through confidence so that's that's why if you see me dancing or whatever um it's not because I'm like uber confident. It's because music is what's do- making me confident. It's it was actually my way into confidence. Everyone has things about them that are ne- like by nature who you are that you cannot control. I cannot control what things I pay attention to, and neither can you. And Freud actually credits the 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 like most deepest part of who you are. Tell me if I'm butchering this. If if someone is more well-versed on philosophy than I. Um, the, the, you can kind of like calculate the most true form of yourself by what you pay attention to. Um, and it's, his theory is that when you're paying attention to something in the present moment, it is actually your um, future self manifesting in the present, telling you to continue paying attention to the subject. Um, which I find extremely interesting because it's essentially, like, I I just find the aspect of, like, who you are, like, biologically very fascinating because there's qualities about everyone that, like, no one could have taught you, no one could have given to you. Like, it is just, it's just who you are. There's, like, people are just born who they are. Um, So I think part of, part of, my genetic makeup um was someone that loves music and um that is why that helped me with confidence the reason why I say this and the reason why I talk about um who you innately are is because in order to gain confidence in certain things I think a huge this is one way there's countless ways this is one way that I found that helped me is finding out what you and instinctively like that no one's told you to like no one's forced you to like you weren't even biased into liking it you just liked it like you just as a kid liked certain things and like you couldn't help it your friends like this but you like this or you like this and your fr- you know what i mean there's certain things that are just you i think it's really helpful to key to tune into what you liked as a kid because that was kind of like your unfiltered uncensored version of who you were in your expression and what you enjoyed and what you couldn't help, but be interested in. Um, and like when you're walking down the street, like what catches your eye? That's not catching anyone else's eye. These are part things of, that are part of who you are. And I find that so interesting of there's certain things about me that I can't control. Like there's like there are, and that's everyone. There's things about us that we can't control. It's out of our control because it's, it's who we are. So finding out the things that truly make you light up that is where your confidence is because it's something you truly enjoy it's something that there's a passion there's a fire there's something there that's enticing to you um so I watched um, I, rem- I I've watched like people talk about like finding your passion or whatever it is and like that it gets old and it's kind of just like, yeah, like, yeah, that's easier said than done. I've, I've, I remember as a kid, like, thinking, like, I was never gonna find something that I liked, and that, that was kind of like, everyone else was probably gonna figure out what they were passionate about, and I just wasn't, and like, I was okay. Like, I, that's how I thought for some reason, and, um, and I would hear this all the time, like, whatever. Um, the thing is, like, you can think that there might not be something for you or whatever but it's not true is my point um i watched the um i watched the documentary three identical strangers you should watch it if you haven't seen it it's pretty interesting it's it's essentially um a documentary about these triplets that were separated at birth and that grew up in three different households and that didn't know they were related besides the fact that it was a terribly tragic story of um, these boys that never got to grow up together until they were in college um, and how that manifested mentally. Um, the main reason of the... The main purpose of the film besides that um, was the debate of nature versus nurture, essentially. Um, and what I found interesting is they weren't the only twins that that they were being studied or triplets or whatever. There is this... There were... And there were similarities about them. Um... Which basically is defines that there are things about you that are just you, and like sure you can be completely different from your twin too. That's like also interesting in itself. But there was these two twins that grew up completely different in the documentary that were also referenced that had the exact same major in high and university. They they both did like uh, liberal arts or something like that. I can't I can't completely recall. But I found that so fascinating to me, um, that these girls that grew up in completely different cities completely different households that were completely biased like by different schools by different people by different experiences by different everything both happen to enjoy and deeply love the same passion there's something in them that's just that is who they were you know that and i i'm not this isn't an crazy new concept I'm bringing up the fact that there are things about you that are instinctly who you are but my point is that there are things about everyone that make them who they are and there's no exception to that there's no exception like you you watching this and feeling like you don't have a passion or whatever it is you are not an exception you do there are things about you that you cannot control that are just extinct it is that are just instinctly you um find out what they are And those are your portals. Those are your portals to confidence. Sure, there are a plethora of other ways that you can build confidence 100%. This is just one that worked for me that I found really stood the test of time and was very foundational for my confidence building because it's always there. It is always there. And not only that, but it will never die out. I mean, at least I hope. But that is where I got my confidence is seeing what worked for me. Like it it wasn't through like advice I heard from this person or this person, because the truth is, is everyone's different and things work differently for everybody. So it was finding out actually what worked for me and it was through music and it was through expressing myself in clothes and things like that. And that's, these are just like little stepping stones on how I built somewhat confidence from being a non-confident teenager to a young woman with confidence like to a degree and I hope to continue this journey into being confident fashion tips because your outfits are always so cute it's funny I mean these questions are all kind of like going off the tail end um my fashion advice to like anyone and I'm not like a fucking expert here I'm just someone that likes clothes and likes to have fun that's like literally how I would define myself um I this is what I say to myself For like, getting ready in the morning is if you like it, wear it. Like, if you put on an outfit and it's kind of weird and it's kind of whatever and, like, it's just a little – if your friends don't like it but you like it, wear it. Like, that is how I get dressed in the morning. I do not care if my friends don't like it. I don't care if people think it's weird or it's a little – like, I don't know. I just don't care. As long as I like it, that is – my biggest fashion tip ever that completely changed the way I got ready because there's been so many times I'm sure people have gotten ready in their rooms where they like the outfit and all they're thinking about is that other people are gonna like it or is this really cute I don't know if this is really cute I I understand not everyone is super into clothes and for some people clothing is just getting ready in the in the morning and that's kind of it Um, for me it's a little deeper than that and it's a little more fun than that and it's it's just more expressive for me um because I, I that's just what i enjoy it makes my day more fun so i just like like to make my day more fun um but um that is honestly like my my biggest fashion advice because like i don't like think that there's one like i i'm, I'm i don't know that's just like what i think i would say it, and because that's how the the advice that i follow for myself if i like it then i'm going to wear it um, period like that's kind of the end of how I look at fashion I've never regretted wearing an outfit that I like out that other people didn't like out but you know what I have regretted I have regretted not going for it like even when I was in Paris actually um we were going to this cocktail event and I was like, should I wear these shoes? Am I gonna look too fucking crazy? I wanted to wear moccasins with this cocktail dress because I thought it was a cute outfit. I actually have, let me, I have a photo on my phone of it. I like plan photos, I, I like will get whatever. I like plan outfits in my closet when I'm feeling like inspired. This one's a really simple outfit, so this isn't even like crazy. But this is moccasins with my like black slip dress and this like choker necklace. And all I was thinking, I was like, I'm in Paris. These people are probably like, they probably like would think I'm fucking weird if I did that, like whatever. And I wore these like green high heels instead or these green little like kitten heels instead. And like all I was, and I get there and all I was thinking was like, why didn't I fucking wear those? Like I still check myself. Like I I still sometimes like dress for the appropriateness of the occasion rather than just like dressing what I want to wear. But the thing is, is like, I regret those like I I always regret not fucking just wearing whatever the fuck I wanted to wear and that's like a part of the reason actually why I love New York City so much is that I never feel that way here I will wear whatever the fuck I want and the weirdest fucking thing ever like the weirdest makeup the weirdest hair it doesn't matter and not only that but no one gives a shit no one gives a shit what you're wearing in New York as long as you are expressing yourself you're a-okay so those are the times I actually regret my style decisions is when I am playing it safe or when I care or when I am thinking about what other people think. Um, and so those are kind of like what I'm trying to like detach from of like, I'm will get to a place because I want to get to a place where I don't give a fuck at all. And I'm almost there actually. Um, cause I already don't really care. And so I love, I love this snowball effect to one day I will eventually not care at all. Um, But we're not there yet. But that would be my style advice. Um, If you're someone that has a harder time getting ready in the morning or whatever, or you feel like you're fashion challenged, um, just look at Pinterest or look at Tumblr and look at girls in beautiful clothes and clothes in magazines or fashion shows and just get inspired and see what you like and see what your taste is. I guess that is the common theme of this podcast is kind of just figuring out who you are and figuring out what you like. Um, it's important why not figure it out now like we're like young like why not figure it out now? That's like so exciting to me like figuring out what the fuck you like like that's so interesting. I don't know Like I just think that's cool How to deal with rejection from someone that you like? Um, the the way that I deal with rejection is like I don't know like I I really only like guys that like me like that's just how I roll that's just like always been how I've been I've never been someone that like likes the guy that doesn't like me or like is attracted to like the asshole guys that like treat you like shit I don't know like that's just not my I've never even wavered on that like since I was like a kid I like the guys that are just sweet and nice and mature and like know how to talk to girls in a normal way Those are just, that's just my type. I just like like mature guys that um, are cool. I don't know, I like guys that like me. Maybe it's like a defense mechanism or what, like, but I just do. There's someone out there for me. Like I know I'm eventually going to get married and have kids and whatever. Um, Like there's some, there's probably multiple people out there for me. Um, And I, the way I look at it is like, they're looking for me too. And that goes with everybody, it's like your person that you're gonna end up with is like also technically looking for you, if you really like, if you really think about it, like he might be in another relationship or whatever, but like, he's like, we're like, I'm gonna end up with somebody. Um, So I like if someone if someone doesn't like me, I'm kind of just like, well, then you're not like, my person, like, I don't like, let it make me insecure, in a way. I, I think I am kind of secure in this aspect. I, um, it doesn't really phase me, to be honest. Um, because I think like the coolest guys are the ones that like think that I'm cool. So if you don't think I'm cool or you think I'm really lame or you're not into me, I'm kind of just like, yeah, I don't think we're a match anyways. Like that's just how, that's just my, the way I look at it with guys. I don't know. Um, I just don't, I'm just really not too affected um by this for some reason i guess the way that i choose to deal with it is like in what i guess has worked for me for not really caring is like a not taking it personal i like never take it personal i never kind of make it like oh like i i start rethinking like every single thing about myself I do that with a lot of other things. I do that... Like, I I get really insecure and, like, will be like, I'm the worst fucking person ever. da 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 da, da. Like, I'm not... Deserve- like, I do that with a lot of things, but not really with guys for some reason. Um, I don't know why. I just, like, don't, like, really do that with guys. I... If a guy doesn't like me, um, I don't take it personal. Like, I just don't. I kind of... I'm just like, hey, like, they're on their own path. Like the girl they probably have a girl way better suited for them that is not me that like could help them in their life or be exactly what they need in a girl um and i might not be that for them um and i'm okay with that like i want them to find who that is um so rejection to me is more just like a clear path of who really is eligible like in my eyes like for myself um and if a guy doesn't like me i'm kind of just like well like, I want to find the guys that do. <laughs> like, that's kind of, like, literally it. The thing is, is, like, there's certain qualities about everyone that, like, are not suited for everybody. Like, I, maybe I'm too outspoken sometimes for, for certain guys. Like, maybe my, I'm, like, this is just an example. Like Like, maybe that there's a guy who's looking for a girl that's a little more, like, docile or whatever or, like, doesn't have opinions or a girl that, like, like wants to go out with them every single night or a girl that never goes out or you know what I mean like there's so there's like a list of reasons why people don't like certain people or why people are attracted to certain people I don't take it personal I'm just kind of like I will be the right fit for the right guy and I know that like I'm I'm secure in that like I know that there's someone out there for me that is like going to like me for me like, I just know that. And like, I, I don't feel the need to like change for a guy that doesn't like me. Like, why would I do that? You don't like me. So then I'm not your person. I, I want to be with the one that likes me for me. Um, that's just how I look at it. I don't want to be with someone that doesn't like me for me. Um, that sounds terrible. That sounds like so much work. And that sounds like an unfulfilling relationship. I want like a really like wholesome love that like we just like each other for each other and um, there's no if ands or buts about it something to keep in mind is that everyone gets rejected like in life like I've had guys not like me Um, just period like every it doesn't matter who you are you could be like the biggest pop star in the world you could be the biggest supermodel in the world you could be Elon Musk like it doesn't matter like people Not everyone is a match with everybody. That's just how life is, you know? So you can't take it personally. And I think that's actually the more logical way of looking at it is that it's not personal. In fact, it's actually just people trying to, like, find their match and find what makes them happy. And if you don't make someone happy or they don't see it with you, why do you want to be with them? Like, I just don't – I just don't – that doesn't make sense to me. Um, Because don't you want to be with someone that sees something in you that they want? Like, that's what I want. And I I would hope that the person that I end up with, like, like, would want me to be sure about them too. Um, So I don't know, that's how I deal with rejection is just kind of like letting life take its course and being okay with certain guys not liking me. because those aren't my matches anyways like I actually just don't I'm not I'm uninterested in the guys that don't like me I'm interested in the ones that think I'm cool um those are the ones that I think are cool um that's just how I look at it so I don't know (laughs) I think that's gonna be my last question um and this concludes this podcast I don't have that much time today I'm so sorry um but yeah I am really happy that you guys enjoy these solo episodes um And, yeah, I will continue to keep doing them if you have recommendations of what I should do. And I will get better lighting. I'm so sorry. Um, But, yeah. Anyways, bye.